the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. Balance of nature. Changing the world one life at a time. I was feeling really tired, really slow, no energy, nothing started taking it. And that was like, wow, something happened. I've been telling everybody I know about it. We're happy with the product, even my wife. At first didn't say anything. Now she's saying, oh my gosh, I miss it. I go, how come? She goes, I'm tired. She goes, and plus my nails and hair were growing. Well, I got more energy, I, I can tell you that. Because I'm always active, uh, whether I'm playing golf or working on the yard or pruning my palm trees. I still gap them at 84. So I've got a lot of energy. That's what I like about the product. And like I said, I have no complaints. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code BALANCE. Congratulations, you made it through another week. Headlines are often depressing, so is life, in terms of the prices you're paying. And it's not going to get any better if you have students in the Columbus City Schools, home in Columbus, to finance Columbus City Schools, or or if you have a freshman bound for Ohio State University. That's where we start a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Thank you for joining us on The Answer, 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. You can email me anytime, bruce at 989theanswer.com. Ohio State University announced yesterday that if you have a student who will be enrolling this year on a branch campus or on the main campus in particular, you will be paying more than $1,100 more than the freshman class paid last year. Now, You will not pay more than the announced increases that the Board of Trustees unanimously approved. Isn't it good to know that Ohio State's Board of Trustees uh, members are so blissfully unaware of the economic challenges of raising a family, paying your bills in this environment, that they would approve a... 4.6% tuition increase for all in-state incoming freshmen, a 4.6% increase likewise in both dining and housing costs. So if we parcel that out, that's $549 more in academic fees, $196 more in dining fees, $418 more in housing fees, totaling $1,163 that you will pay more next year than freshman parents, the parents of freshmen paid this year. 
you will pay that same rate for each for four years because Ohio State is in something called the Ohio State Tuition Guarantee. And they cite, you know, increasing costs. I get it. Their costs are going up. So my question would be, do you have any PR people there at the university who might, in a meeting about the announcement of this increase, say, we're really going to do this the same week we're announcing that we're going to pay our football coach $9.5 million? Is that not a good look? Um, I'm curious. Every time I drive around the Ohio State campus, and it's not often, it's about every two months, three months, I see a different building that's either been built or is under construction since the last time I was there. So I get it. You're paying more for the commodities that go into dining halls and the like. But are you doing anything to try to control your costs? Is there always this perpetual, insatiable push to get bigger, get newer, get better, get more modern. And I understand you have to keep pace. I'm just saying, is there an effort underway at all to balance your long-term vision with the immediate reality of the situation? Because I don't really feel like Ohio State, under the uh, stewardship of Christina Johnson, the president, really has any cognitive awareness of how difficult it is for parents in the state of Ohio these days to bear up under the soaring cost of gas, food, rent, everything. I mean, I really don't think she does. She's bulletproof. Her PhDs are bulletproof. They get paid way, way, way in excess of what the normal American Ohio farmer or factory worker gets paid. And I'm pretty sure they would tell you they don't want to be a university where only elites can afford to go there, though their costs seem to betray that viewpoint. Also interesting that out-of-state students will pay the same percentage increases, but this caught my eye in the news reports of the announced Ohio State rate hike. The surcharge specific to international students will remain the same as last year. Hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? The kids from outside the country won't pay more. The kids from outside the state will. The kids from inside the state will. But the kids from outside the country won't pay more. I find that interesting. Branch campus students will now be charged for academic fees just shy of $9,000 per year to go to uh, Lalima, Mansfield, Marion, or Newark branches of Ohio State. That's academic fees, $9,000 a year. You know what my academic fees were as a full-time student at Ohio State in the fall of 1978? $286 a quarter. $286 a quarter, less than $900 a year. That is a 1,000% increase in academic fees alone to attend a branch campus. To attend a branch campus. In-state tuition next year 
on main campus at Ohio State is $12,500. $12,500. Again, again, 1978. I know, it's a long time ago. I get it. But it was not less than $900 a year. Less than $900 a year full-time academic fees in the fall of 1978. Uh, We all have to live within a budget, but apparently Ohio does not. Ohio State does not. Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, must be getting back in touch with his uh, conservative raising as a politician. He pushed back against this. His quote, Ohio families are suffering from significant cost increases due to inflation. And this is not the time for college costs to increase by $549. You only got half of it, Mike. Because they got to eat and they got to stay. So it's a great way to disguise what's really a 10% increase, not a 4.6% increase. Because if you're going to raise dining and housing, then they're going to pay twice the 549 you cite. This is not the time for college costs to increase by $549 for those families with incoming first-year students. I'm disappointed that Ohio State is raising tuition on incoming first-year students. This is not a wise decision. Well, then here's what I would do, Mike. I'd cut their funding. That's what I'd do. I'd cut their funding because they depend on money from the state. I'd whack it. I'd cut it. You've already kept it steady, and Ohio State's complaining about that, that their state funding has not increased in recent years. I mean, we got new buildings to build. We got uh, we got new initiatives to undertake. Probably, how many? Remember the tweet that I released a while back about the number of diversity, equity, and inclusion officers at Ohio State, and the annual cost of their salaries alone, not benefits, salaries, was eleven million dollars, eleven million for DEI employees at Ohio State. Cut their funding. I'd cut their funding. They want to raise their fees by $549? Fine. I'd do that. I'd multiply 549 times the number of in-state students you have, and I'd cut your funding by that much money. And I'd say, you're going to live within a budget. You're going to stop building buildings until we're through inflation. I have the authority as the governor of the state of Ohio, and I think my Republican colleagues in the General Assembly will go along with me, and you're going to live within a budget. You're going to freeze salaries. You're going to stop hiring. You're going, to, you're going to live within a budget the way the, the citizens of the state of Ohio have to live within a budget. But, of course, things are so much better in the city of Columbus. You all know how much better things are in the city of Columbus. And uh, Columbus City uh, Schools is uh, fully aware that uh, the capital city's economy, particularly in areas where Columbus City School students come from, like Linden and Franklinton and the Hilltop, uh, those burgeoning industrial growth areas of our city. Uh, Things are so good that Columbus City Schools is going to ask the public this fall to approve a $680 million permanent improvement levy. They're going to build five new buildings in the next five years. They're going to build a new high school where Marion Franklin is or was. They're going to build another high school at Beechcroft on the northeast side. They're going to build a middle school, two elementary schools, and they're going to use this money to pay for design work on a future new building. So, uh, great. Columbus City Schools, the neighborhoods, popping, popping economically. Yes, Alan Rogers, you have a question, producer of the Bruce Willie Show. What, what, pray tell, what would your question be, Alan? Is enrollment going up 
uh, or believe down. enrollments going down. I mean, it's pretty much inevitable to go down in a city where the murder total is going up, and we shoot teenagers like you know. So we're going to have passing go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Just another dead body for Andrew Ginther to say this cannot stand. Shiny new buildings for nobody. Yeah, uh, yeah. So if approved by voters in November, the dispatch story says. Let me stop you right there. Uh, this will not be approved by voters in November. This will roundly be defeated, as it should be roundly defeated. Do not give any more money to public schools, particularly Columbus City Schools. No, 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 no. Ohio State can do it to you. Columbus City Schools has to ask to do it to you. The answer, yet. Bruce Hooley Show on the answer. Always one to note heroism, courage, boldness. It comes in many, many ways. Uh, It comes among parents who battle in their local school districts against ridiculous, woke policies. It happens when those parents realize that there are subcommittees on those school boards and a curriculum committee, a diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. And they realize that those committees cannot meet unless they publicly announce their meeting times. And they're used to no one showing up, and so they're used to getting their way and doing whatever they want to do. But that is being headed off at the pass by parents who have the courage, the boldness, the willingness to suffer the slings and arrows to go. That's how parents in the Olentangy School District found out about the transgender policy that was going to be a district-wide policy, except, oh, what do you know? The school board never voted on it. It never came before them. The DEI committee was just completely, totally self-empowered. Not voted on at all. Well, this resulted in little kids being given surveys in the Olentangy School District where they were asked to identify their... uh, Preferred pronouns. Little kids. Well, I mean, kids are curious, right? They're inquisitive. Why are you asking me about I'm, I'm a boy. I'm like, a he, a he, him, I guess. I'm like, why, why would I not be he, him? Oh, well, let me tell you. Let me share with you the options that you have. See, this is the way. Oh, the children asked the question. We were just answering the question. Yeah, because you gave the survey, you absolute cretin. So uh, this now has escalated to the point where... It is getting attention from the Libs of TikTok account on Twitter. Libs of TikTok. Going national. Congratulations, Mark Rafe, superintendent of Olentangy Schools. Aren't you proud of yourself? Mark Rafe's one of those superintendents who, you know, when he peeks out his drapes in the morning, he can see retirement on the horizon. And he probably knows what he should be doing. But... I mean, I got a school board that really wants to go left of left. And I've got a bunch of teachers and building principals who really want to go left of left. And, you know, I, I'm putting my hands like behind me here. I'm feeling around and, you know, where there used to be a backbone, uh, uh, I don't I don't feel anything. And so I'm just going to try to uh, jellyfish my way into retirement and hope, keep my head down. and hope no one will notice. Uh, what my DEI committee is doing, or that the libs of TikTok posted yesterday. My DMs are now flooded with Olentangy School District parents. This district sounds extremely problematic. I've never seen anything like this before. 
Wow. Libs of TikTok, which posts videos of people with green hair, purple hair, men pretending to be women, deluding themselves into believing they're women, talking about, bragging about, indoctrinating elementary and kindergarten students in sexual deviance. That's what the libs of TikTok accounts does. And the libs of TikTok account yesterday, which has a standard of creepiness and perversity, like off the chart, says that it has never seen anything like Olentangy School District before. How does that make you feel, Ohio's sixth largest school district in one of Ohio's fastest growing areas? Congratulations, Olentangy wokester voters. You voted two leftists on your board last year. You now have free reign to ruin the lives of as many kids as you can possibly get your hands on. But thankfully, there are well-meaning, courageous parents up there who are going to lawfully, calmly, do everything they can to stand in your way and make you do what you do in the light of day. Because they know, they know that darkness cannot understand the light. And so they're going to shine the light of truth on your wokeness. And so's the libs of TikTok. And so is this show. And I'll do it for any district that any of you in Western Ohio, Montgomery County, Green, Auglaise, Dark, Miami, Logan, Champaign, you find something woke going on in your school, you let me know about it, and we will do everything we can to hold a magnifying lens over it into uh, uh, with a bright light shining through the magnifying glass to burn the wokeness out of your schools. Every possible bit of assistance I can give to that, I will give to it. Central Ohio, Western Ohio, you name it, here's where you come with those documented stories of stupidity, perversity, and demonic activity. Now, courage doesn't just show up in school board parents. It is most uh, often demonstrated in the face of evil by our first responders. And I want to shout out and congratulate Dayton Police Officer Thadu Holloway. Officer Holloway last September was called to a store where a man was said to be passing counterfeit bills. Officer Holloway located the man, went up and questioned him, realized that he had the perpetrator, ordered him to get on the ground. The guy got on the ground. And as he was on the ground, the perpetrator pulled out a gun and shot Officer Holloway in the head. Officer Holloway had the presence of mind to radio for help, warn bystanders to stay back or go into their homes, pull out his own service revolver, and shoot the and wound his assailant five times. That is a hero. That is a good guy. And that is Thadu Holloway, who yesterday was presented with the Top Cops Award from the National Association of Police Organizations. They award 10 of these honors during the year. And I cannot imagine that there would be nine more greater demonstrations of valor than Thadu Holloway and what he did. That's phenomenal work. Phenomenal work, Officer Holloway. Uh, I salute you. I salute everybody who leaves their home every single day and in doing so knows that what I'm sure is the casual goodbye that they give to their spouse 
children could very well be the last time they get to do that. It is not something that the rest of us leave our homes with as uh, as high a percentage reality as firemen, police officers, and others who are serving the public in that way. So there are people in every profession who fall short of the standards of that profession, but I will not listen to or hear anybody who characterizes police officers, good police officers, as if they are in the minority because they are not in the minority. We have fantastic officers out there who protect us every day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.